The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What took an engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out many save the dates? In the first series Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Jordan Cooney. Hello, marketers and SEOs. My name is Jordan Cooney from Previsible. And today we're going to discuss SEO skills and topical authority. Joining me is Jamie Steidel, who is the Senior SEO Manager at Vice Media. Vice Media is the definitive guide to enlightening information. It's a global media company that produces news, entertainment, and lifestyle content across digital, video, print, and film. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Today... Jamie and I are going to discuss relearning of SEO skills. Okay, here's my conversation with Jamie Steidel, the Senior SEO Manager at Vice Media. Jamie, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. It's actually a ton of fun to have someone with a media background, especially as diverse as Vice is on the show. We don't get a ton of that, and um, it'll be fun to kind of explore how you've gone through the path of using and leveraging your SEO skills, not only in this organization, but just in general across that type of content, right? And our first topic here that we're going to discuss is really about relearning SEO skills. And for our listeners, I'd love for you to just share what you mean by that, by that theme and, and, and what it's meant to you in, in your SEO career. Well, what I meant by that is it is really important to stay up to date on SEO news, but it's also really important to remind yourself 
of SEO fundamentals. I feel like, especially being in, the, in this industry for a number of years, it's easy to forget why the why behind something. You know, you just you're like, well, let me, you know, headline. Let me make sure that the main idea is here. Let me make sure the keywords in the headline. But why is that? You know, or why are we internal linking? Like these are things that yes, you know, you can ask me and I can tell you, okay, you know, you want to add the keyword here because headline is one of the most fundamentally important places to add that. Um, on internal linking helps link content, all that. But um, it's really important to go back to relearn those skills. In addition to kind of refresh yourself on information, whether or not some of the things, because there's a lot of myths in SEO, whether or not some of the things that you've been saying or that you've been pushing for either your client or for the industry you work for, hey, maybe that's not necessarily the case anymore. Or maybe there are good case studies that prove like, um, maybe, you know, the slug isn't as important, the URL isn't as important as it used to be anymore. So maybe we should kind of like rethink our, our strategy or process along this. So absolutely. Let's throw a bunch of special characters in the slug and see what happens. No, I'm just, I'm just teasing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so on this, on this like learning and this learning path, because we love this here uh, on the voice of search, but not only the voice of search, like previsible, we were big learning uh, firm in terms of focusing on how SEOs learn and grow. And one of the interesting things about kind of growing an SEO and relearning and, and continuing to learn some of the fundamentals, as you mentioned before, is that we're exploring that through testing, right? Like there's a lot of testing that needs to be done in order to be effective at growing your skills in SEO. So curious about how you do that and, and where you've seen testing be applied and, and you learn new skills and capabilities. Yes, definitely. We, um, we've been doing a lot of work on YouTube, testing out titles and descriptions and seeing what helps rank on YouTube search. So those types of experiments have been very helpful in figuring out basically whether or not a title matters or whether or not whatever uh, changes we might make have an impact. And we also do the same thing for the website as well as testing out title tags, headlines, descriptions, links, all those basic fundamental things that you sort of take for granted in SEO. In SEO, we always find new things to like get obsessed about, like, oh, you know, performance in AI, like, what is this? What is that? And sometimes it's always good to take a step back and, and focus on those fundamentals and do tests and figure out whether or not those fundamentals or those basic things still matter. There's certain things that, you know, you hear from Google saying, you know, slugs don't necessarily matter anymore, like just do a main idea or something along those lines, which, you know, I completely respect everybody at Google, but it's always good just to test out those things and see whether or not there is an impact. I love that. Yeah. I mean, that, that's actually great. And I think that, you know, testing is one of those components where, and I love that you're bringing this up. It's one of those components where there's so many different places where you can learn from and, and having YouTube knowledge that then transfers into how you think about your website and other components is huge. I mean, and we talk about this all the time in the SEO space. YouTube is like the second largest search engine out there, right? So there's a lot to be gained from leveraging that platform to make good decisions elsewhere on the site. So maybe like a follow-on question to that is, how do you think about the, the learning process as you unpack different outcomes and when those outcomes don't really turn out the way you want them to, what do you try to do then? How do you how do you keep the learning journey going when you've actually, you know, not resulted in in the outcome you wanted? Um, I think there's you always learn something 
whichever way it goes. Usually, I will go into the test saying, okay, yeah, I'm pretty sure this is the outcome. And I actually like to write down the outcome. I think it's always good to write it down because it's good to see what your expectations were and whether or not those are met. And a lot of times they aren't met and it's still a learning experience. Maybe you focused on changing a headline or something along those lines, or you focused on some new YouTube title update or something like that. And it just tanked (laughs) or the test just did, you know, nothing performed. It's just, you, you learn a lot. And even if, you know, certain changes that you make to say a webpage or to YouTube, even if those changes don't come out positive, you did learn something, right? Right. That proves that that there is some type of weight, you know, gain to, let's say you change the title and you see everything tank, all of your keywords are just like, they're gone. You're like, okay, well, this definitely is a ranking factor. Now, how much of a ranking factor? I mean, I guess it depends on if I lost all my traffic or not. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. I mean, we, we do a lot of testing over here and uh, it's funny because the best thing that you just shared, and I love it, is that writing it down. Because so many, uh, so many of us in the SEO space, we just get this crazy screwball idea. We start running off with it, but then we forget what we were trying to validate. What were we trying to confirm? So writing that down is just such a great starting point in terms of like learning and growing from tests, regardless of the outcome. Jamie, I'm curious to think about some other fundamentals. What are some other fundamentals in SEO that you feel have really served you well in terms of either re-examining them or continuing to test them in your career and in, in your, your experience? For me, I would say internal linking is a very, very important one. And that goes hand in hand with content strategy. I, I don't necessarily know if we would consider this fundamental, but that incorporated with pillar pages and really topical authority Internal linking is is something that's very important, continues to be very important. Linking content, related content, going back and linking older content, that's something that I would definitely stress. And I don't think there's necessarily as much of an emphasis on it as there should be, at least in my industry. But it, it is a very, very important thing, especially when you're dealing with a big website. You know, you want to communicate to search engines and to Google that you are an authority on a specific thing. You want it to easily find those related articles and those related pieces and, and build that content cluster. So that to me is something that I find very important. And as I said, it kind of is part of content strategy because, you know, specifically if we're creating new content or if we are trying to link older content, you know, you sort of need to know what hub you're, you're building there. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. 
Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. True. So true. It's interesting. You brought up a really great segue point there around, you know, communication and and maintaining communication. And and I'm kind of curious, like, as we grow in SEO, that becomes a really important part of our success. And so I'd be kind of curious to know how you have experienced teaching or, or working within SEO with partner teams, engineering, marketing, PR, uh, you know, and, and what valuable lessons you've gained from doing that? I uh, definitely learned that working with other teams, particularly, let's say you're working with editorial team, working with a client, working with product development, it's really important to realize that you're on the same team, right? When you're working together, you're on the same team. That's super important. And to really communicate the importance of certain things. So let's say like content teams don't want to feel like they're being told how to write. There's a specific way of doing a title or, or a headline or descriptions. And, you know, I've encountered this in, in you know, all my years in marketing, um, where it's very, very important to have a good relationship with the content teams and to really explain and educate them on the reason behind some of the some of the changes or suggestions. Learn to call them suggestions. They're not SEO notes, they're SEO suggestions. <laughs> that way you can kind of protect yourself and you keep everybody happy because you know the content writer will be like, oh okay, it's a suggestion. I feel like there's a lot more movement and momentum when it's a suggestion as opposed to saying, hey, you really need to make sure you link to this or, hey, maybe we should phrase it this way or maybe we should change this secondary header or add secondary headers. So it's very important to kind of learn how to communicate with teams to make sure that there's mutual respect between both parties because I, you know, as an SEO, I do love writing, but I, I understand, you know, it's a, it's, it's a lot of work to write these articles and everybody I've worked with is amazing at their at their roles. So I understand, but to build that mutual respect is, is super, super important. That's the same thing with product and engineering. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with if you happen to work with, with backlinkers. Thank goodness, I don't have to do backlinking anymore. I used to do backlinking briefly. It is definitely a totally different world in SEO. That <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's a really interesting segue there in terms of content and and building that mutual respect. And it's always a delicate balance. I think anyone who works with content teams, whether you're in B2B, you're in B2C, you're in news and media, like the content team is always a very challenging relationship for SEO, but it's also probably one of the most critical for learning, right? Because the game is always changing in the content sphere and it's always evolving when it comes to how you put in practice SEO when it comes to content. You know, a lot of the technical requirements are very fundamental and very, excuse me, they're not just fundamental, but they are check the box, right? It's like, it must be done this way or there is no, there's no way around it, right? Like if you're telling an engineering team, I want a site map, 
there's rules on how to build a sitemap and that's that. There's no debating it with content. There is a lot of subjectivity to it, which creates a learning environment for everybody involved. So mutual respect is key. On that note of content, before we, we, we started this episode, we were talking a little bit about AI and how AI is, is playing a big role in how we learn and do SEO. And I was curious to get your perspective on where AI is going, how it's playing a role in, in SEO for you, and, and where it might go. Yeah, that's a great question. I think everybody is obsessed with AI right now. Um, <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> I, I know I've been trying to keep up to date with it, which is almost impossible. I guess you can have AI sort of summarize the updates, but I don't think it's it's that advanced. I don't think Bard's particularly good at doing that yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, definitely, particularly with the Google search generative experience, the second they announced that and it was you could sign up for labs. I signed up for that. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I me was too. I was in line. <laughs> I was honestly very surprised how fast and how many people they let in. Like it, it, it really, what was it? It was like a week or something. And then I yeah. felt like everybody who signed up was, was in. Um, but I've definitely been testing out different methods for ranking in SGE, which has, has been very interesting. Um, and definitely very educational and using kind of like what we were talking about, very basic SEO fundamental uh, stuff to see what kind of changes could affect ranking in SGE. But I, I will definitely say it's very different, you know, depending on the day, depending on the time, the query, it just changes so much. You'll see fluctuations for keywords that you definitely rank for on page one that you don't see yourself, you know, you don't see an SGE. But it's changed a lot for sure. I don't know if you remember the the first like few weeks of it. The things that 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 AI where it was pulling up was it made me get the sense that it was not at all connected with Google's actual like you know ranking system at all. It just felt like it was just like here pull whatever because it would pull things from like page I don't know ten like it would be it was pretty nuts. Right. Yeah. And it's interesting because the AI experience in search is one component, and it, and I think. I think we're still far off from a world where like the entire search experience is just purely AI, right? Like, I mean, you can probably empathize with this, Jamie. It's like our parents took them a while to adopt to the smartphone, right? Like that was a, that was a big deal, right? And that's going to be the same kind of transition for, you know, many generations who are heavily dependent on Google search as their byproduct of gaining information. And so like, it's just not like tomorrow, like the SERP is just going to magically change into some sort of alien species called AI. That's just the simple truth. But where this is going and what we can learn from it, I'm, I'm kind of curious to see what you've learned and if there are any any nuggets of knowledge that you could leave our listeners on, with on how AI is evolving and maybe some of the testing or tactics that we might be able to use to better inform ourselves about AI. Um, I would definitely suggest going out and testing it out yourself. I mean, there are tons of different... I mean, just sign up for through Google Labs, and I'm pretty sure you should be able to get access. They open, they keep opening it up to different countries. It's a very wild experience to use, and there are friends of mine who are in SEO who are using it, and I had to communicate to them the importance of understanding that it can hallucinate. But uh, it's a very interesting tool, and definitely take a look at what your top keywords are that you're currently ranking for. And then see if you're popping up in the SGE results. Uh, It's very interesting. Sometimes, I think there was a a, a few weeks there where it wasn't pulling up local search stuff, but it is pulling up local search now. So if you have a local business or anything, definitely search 
and see if you pop up. I think it's pulling up map listings as well. But yeah, definitely just take a look. I would suggest taking a look at the top keywords that you're currently ranking for, like primary keywords, and see if you're up there, if you're if you're in the list, and keep testing out over like a few a week or so and seeing like if you see any fluctuations, if you really want to experiment, start testing out for fluctuations and then just diving into making some content tweaks or whatever and see like if those types of changes, fundamental changes, kind of like what we discussed, had any impact on your performance on it. I will suggest say though, I do feel like it, it keeps on updating to the point where some of the testing um, might not mean anything a few months from now. You, you, we have no idea. But then again, I guess I guess at the end of the day, that's sort of SEO anyways, right? We do something to our website and we're updating a page we're like, oh, we're ranking number one. And then a Google core update rolls around or four or five of them like there have been recently. And then you're like, oh, I'm on page five. So I guess at the end of the day, just run tests, see what works. If it's working, yay. If it's not, well, you know, keep working at it. True, true. Okay, that wraps up this episode of the Voices Search Podcast. Thank you to Jamie Steidel, the Senior SEO Manager at Vice Media, for joining us. In part two of this interview, which we'll publish tomorrow, Jamie and I are going to discuss topical authority areas. If you can't wait until our next episode and would like to learn more about Jamie, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter, where his handle is Jamie Steidle, S-T-E-I-D-L-E, or visit his company website, vice.com. Okay. Thanks to Jordan Cooney, the founder of Previsible. If you'd like to get in touch with Jordan, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is JT Cooney. That's J-T-K-O-E-N-E. Or you can visit his company's website, which is previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E.io. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet, and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. 